hour number two. Welcome. Pete Callender here, News Talk 1110-993 WBT. Thanks a lot for hanging out. I appreciate it. The phone numbers are 704-570-1110 and 1-800-WBT-1110. Last hour, we talked about uh, how the Panthers fired Matt Rule. Uh, That'll be up uh, on the podcast here uh, shortly. Remember, get the podcast. Go to WBT.com or ThePeteCallenderShow.com. And you sign up and you get the podcast. comes right to your smartphone or tablet. Bam! Commercial-free right there. Uh, Usually, you know, within 15 minutes or so after the conclusion of each hour. And uh, so we talked to Kyle Bailey, uh, who I think is on air over at WFNZ. I think he does like what, uh, like 3 a.m. to 3.30. I think that's his shift over there. Anyway, um, (laughs) so, uh, yeah, we had him join us to chat about um, the Panthers firing the head coach, Matt Rule. Uh, And then uh, we got into this Mayo discussion. Uh, But I also, I do intend to, and I spent... Several hours over the weekend, like Friday night. What did you do Friday night? Well, I, you know, I had a raging Friday night, crazy night. I was watching the Senate debate. And then because of the feed from Spectrum News not being available on the PC, and I had to watch it on the phone, then I had to rewatch it again. I did that yesterday, so I watched it again, and I recorded it, and then I pulled a bunch of audio clips out of it. So basically, I watched it like three times, or watched it twice, listened to it three times, And this will be the fourth time because I've got a bunch of audio. We're going to get to it. But much like how mayo, you know, can be added to virtually anything, I added it to the first hour of the program. And so now, you know, people like it. And so now it's still it's still in the mix here for this hour. It is the superior condiment. I'm I'm not trying to I'm not trying to convince you to like something if you've tried it and you don't like it. I'm not saying you have to eat it. I'm not saying that. I'm a libertarian. You do what you want, right? You do you, right? So, uh, but if but if you're going to come at me with some sort of like uh, I don't like the taste of mayo, so therefore it's not the superior condiment. Well, that's not logical. It is a superior condiment because of all of the things it does, right? People like it. By the way, number one, it's the number one liked condiment. More people like mayo, and I've gone over these polling results before in the past. I'm not trying to rehash it all now, although mayo also good on the hash. Um, and so you can look at the polling. Mayo is number one, and uh, it's also more versatile, so it checks that box. I mean, there isn't anything mayo can't do. That's 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 what makes it superior. I got a message here. Thanks for the Mayo news. I have texted family and friends that this year's Thanksgiving has a game changer. I cannot wait to squeeze the gravy-flavored mayo on some turkey, rice, and dressing. Well, why would you put mayo on dressing? That's already it's already mayo. Like ranch? That doesn't make... Now, I could see putting it on turkey, rice, and stuffing. Like, that would be fantastic. I don't know why. Yeah, because dress, I mean, like, what, like vinaigrette dressing or something you would put it on? That would be, I don't know. Could you do that? I don't think you could do that. Although I am curious, too, because it's an oil base. You might be able to do so. You could thicken up a salad dressing with it. All right, let me go over here to Lynn. Hello, Lynn. Welcome to the program. Hey, Pete. Love your show. Hey, thank you. Okay, so they were talking about dressing like the dressing, not dressing like Thousand Island blue cheese ranch dressing. They were talking dressing like um, the, you know, the stuff, the breadcrumb stuff that with the broth and all that. Stuffing. Stuffing. Yeah. Right. That's it's called stuffing. 
that they were called, but you know, in the South, sometimes you call it dressing for Thanksgiving. But it's stuffing. Why would you call it something it's not? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, my reason for calling is I want to expand your mayo horizon. Oh. Because you keep saying avocado oil mayo yeah. is expensive. Yeah, it is. So, it's a little pricey. So why don't you get yourself an immersion blender and start making your own mayo using the avocado oil? Because it takes less than a minute to make your own mayo. It's very easy. Yeah, it's just egg yolk Oil and vinegar, right? And vinegar. And a right. tablespoon of vinegar, yeah. All right, so hang on a second. What is the name of this contraption that makes the mayo? It's like a stick blender, an immersion blender. You put your two egg yolks in a jar, and then you put a whole egg in the jar, and then you do a tablespoon of vinegar and a cup of whatever oil you want to use. Yeah. And you put that immersion stick blender in there, and you go zoop, 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 and it starts immersion. That sounds very technical. And then, yeah, and then you have mayo. All right, hang on. I'm still unclear on what, so, like, what an immersion blend, what other, what other kind of blender is, like, I'm thinking of the old blenders with the little, the, the little sticks that pop off and you would make the, the icing with, right? And then you get to lick the little stick things, right? Oh, yeah, no, 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 not, not that. that. Not a mixer. No, that's a mixer, a, okay. It's so what's like it? a long stick that's got a little blender at the end of it, and you, like, you zap you zap the ingredients a couple times because it's got to emulsify. And then as it starts emulsifying, then you can speed it up. And then, then you can go full speed. And within less than a minute, you have your own mayo. See, I make, my own, I make all my own dressings. I make my Thousand Island dressing. I make mm-hmm. ranch. I make blue cheese dressing. And all of those base is mayo. Right. So I make my own mayo. That's fantastic. I might have to start yeah. doing this. I might have to start doing this. Blender. Very easy. Right. I love your show, by the way. Thank you very much, Lynn. I appreciate it. All right, take care. And uh, by the way, you notice that she said she makes all of her own what? Dressings. Dressing. So she, see? Mm-hmm. So no, McDellinger on the Twitter machine, stuffing and dressing, they're not the same thing. Dressing has a definition. Dressing is the stuff you put on salads. Salad dressing. Or salad gravy, if you prefer. Um, who is this? Brian, welcome to the program. Hello, Brian. Hey, Pete. Hey. Uh, I got a simple explanation on the difference between stuffing and dressing. Uh, now, I'm originally from North Carolina, and this is where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Stuffing is stuffing is all the stuff you put in a turkey before you bake it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can use rice. You can use breadcrumbs. You can use cornbread. That is stuffing. Dressing is a side dish you make. Outside of the turkey, yeah, but it has all the same ingredients mm-hmm. as, as as a stuffing would, right? But you make it in a big Pyrex uh, pan instead of actually being in the turkey. Yeah, I, I I've heard this uh, uh, this fake news before. Yeah, oh, fake news. <laughs> yeah, this misinformation, disinformation. I've heard this before. Uh, this uh, yeah, this attempt yeah. to explain away. Because here's the thing: we never ever. Have I ever had stuffing, I don't think, that was actually made inside the turkey? Because when you make the stuffing, which, by the way, when you buy the stovetop, what do they call it? Stovetop stuffing, yep, right? They call it, it stovetop. Stuffing, yep, right. right. And right. you get the stuffing, Technically, it's the it's same not. stuff, and you don't put it in the turkey. 
right? You don't you don't have to cook it in the turkey, and it still comes out. And it tastes the same way. It's the exact same thing. So it doesn't matter where it is. It's not like like this is not the abortion debate. You know, geographic d- determinism here, right? We're not we're not uh, trying to figure out what something is or isn't based on where it is geographically. It is what it is, right? So yeah, it is what it is. But it, it does have a geographical uh, meaning too, because out west. Yeah, people don't call it dressing. It's never been called dressing, and they would they would look at you like you're talking about Thousand Island or something. Right. But in North Carolina, a lot of people would understand dressing if you were in a Thanksgiving setting. Right. So there's what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. But therein lies the problem: is that if I'm going to order, like, let's say I go into a restaurant or into your house or something, and I say, "Hey, can I get can I get some dressing?" You're not going to know what I'm there. You're not going to know what I'm asking for. Uh, you're going to get honey mustard at my house. That's well, there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brian, I appreciate the call, sir. Thank you. All right. Love you, show. All man. right. Then. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Like that's look, I, I am aware I have had I have had this running argument usually around this time of year. It sometimes comes up as it has now. It comes up organically. And I understand the arguments dressing proponents make. I am not persuaded. It is stuffing. I understand the arguments uh, that people who like other condiments besides mayo make. I am not persuaded. Except on the Miracle Whip thing. So here is a message. Uh, Bought Miracle Whip once. We brought it. uh, We bought it and then didn't like it. And so it was never allowed in the house from that day forward. Uh, That's why we never had it. But it was available in Pathmark. That's why you didn't get to eat it as a child. Signed, Dad. All right. Thank you, Dad. Um, that's that's why they didn't like it. Well, I didn't like it either. I tried it one time. I don't even remember once, and it's just, it's it was gross. Miracle Whip is not mayo. Oh, you can call it something else. They do, in fact, call it something else. You know what they call it, right? That's right. They call it dressing, people. They call it dressing. I rest my case. John would very much like us all to stop talking about the thing he's not interested in. <laughs> he's, he's, oh, where is it? Uh, how much longer? Hey, Pete, I love the show, but for the love of God. No, see, don't say, you don't have to say that. Say for the love of me. For the love of Pete. Or you could also say for my sake, for Pete's sake. You could say that too. Either one. For, uh, love the show, but for the love of me, how much longer are we going to talk about mayonnaise and salad dressing or whatever else? I don't know. I mean, I have like a, a, a you know, big mayo requires, uh, I discuss mayo a certain amount of minutes per year. It's part of my contract. It's a quota. So, uh, I don't know. But hey, look, people want to talk about this. These are, you know, big topics. These are huge Issues. Look, I did. Look, I prepped so much audio from the North Carolina U.S. Senate debate from Friday. I got all this audio. I could have done the whole three hours on this. But then they fired Matt Rule. This is not my fault. They fired Matt Rule. As I mentioned earlier in the first hour, they fired him. I think he was a victim of technology. Because people could swap out the, the, the tickets easily. And it filled that whole stadium up with 49er fans. And because of that, it looked really bad. It embarrassed the owners, and so they fired the coach. And then that got me talking with Kyle Bailey. 
whose show airs, I think, like 2 a.m. or so. No, I'm kidding. WFNZ. No, it's in the afternoon. Do not go listen to him, though. But um, he's... <laughs> so he came in and we were talking, but he's also a PhD weight loss and nutrition guy. And so I said, hey, I just got this tweet about the mayo. They got a gravy-flavored mayo, which sounds fantastic. And that got me talking about the, the superiority of mayo as a condiment. And then, of course, people are like, that's not true. So then I obviously have to, like, disabuse them of that notion. And then somebody mentioned something about dressing, and they and that, that started the dressing versus stuffing uh, war. And that's just how we got here. You know, life is the journey. So David wants to talk about it. He says stovetop stuffing gets its name because stuffing comes from inside the turkey. The correct name should be stovetop dressing. No, no, it's stovetop stuffing. That's the name. They, to take this a bit further, this discussion is much like the abortion rights discussion. When does the term dressing attach? While the substance is in the turkey, it is stuffing. But once it is removed and placed in a dish, it is correctly referred to as dressing. No, it's still a baby. See, that's so my argument is consistent with my uh, belief on the abortion issue. It's a baby, it was a baby, is a baby, total baby all the time. You don't change the name of it based on geographic location. So I, I reject this uh, I reject this definition. Because not all stuffing is made inside the bird, and not all dressing is made outside the bird. I've had people that call it dressing, and they actually stuffed it in the bird. And then they pull it out, and they still call it dressing. So no, I disagree with that. You can't just use all these other words. Then let me see here. Steve says, all I can say, Pete, given your insistence on a narrow definition of dressing, is the next time you go to a clothing store, you're going to be disappointed when you enter the dressing room. Love your show. No, I'm not going to be disappointing, first off, uh, because they're called uh, changing rooms. Because I'm already dressed. Mm-hmm. That being said, some places, yes, still use the word dressing. But here's why I said it's confusing if there are multiple items on the table at the same time called the same thing. Right? That's the key. Look, if I sat down at a table and you're at my house and I start calling everything on the table salt... You're going to be confused, right? You're going to be like, hey, I would really love some salt and uh, and maybe a side of salt. Oh, do you want some salt on that salt? Yeah. No, it's confusing, right? So you have different names. Look, hey, I'm with you on 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 the salad thing too. Like I get that. People call salad uh, – people call a lot of things salad. Like here's one, coleslaw. We call it coleslaw, right? How come that's not, I don't know, cabbage salad? Right? Because you you take potatoes and you throw them in mayo and you call that potato salad. That's not a salad. Right? Tuna salad. Right? What what are you getting? I don't know. Am I going to get lettuce in this or is it just going to be mayo with tuna fish all whipped together? I don't know. I, I want clarity on what the items are like on the table. And when you're going to name everything on the table these same names, it creates confusion. And again, if I have an allergy to dressing... You don't know what kind of, like, if I came in and say, hey, I have an allergy to dressing. Oh, gosh, I hope we don't have multiple things on the table called dressing because you may die. That's all. I'm just, look, if it saves one life, right? Um, Jan says, Pete, you said that Miracle Whip may be mayonnaise adjacent. Does that mean it's actually trans mayonnaise? <laughs> right. It identifies as mayo, but it isn't mayo, so it's, uh... It's trans mayo or transinase, maybe. Transinase? Hi, Pete. My name is Danita. 
Thank you for being a supporter of Mayo. The pleasure's mine, Danita. Uh, I have always loved Mayo. I am going to start trying different varieties now since you mentioned it. The morning show hosts say they don't like Mayo, but I still like them. Thank you for your show. Have a blessed day, Danita. Thank you for writing, Danita. And I'm glad to have expanded uh, your, uh, your horizon on the kinds of mayo. Let me go over here to Stan. Hello, Stan. Welcome to the program. What's up? Hi, Pete. Hi. Right. Something else in there. You just said that something can't be called something different just because of the location. No, no, I'm, no. It can be. I'm just saying yeah. one one should be rejected uh, if it is uh, an inferior word. Yeah, you're, you're correct. But if you just go look, and I just looked at this before I called you just to see what it actually what the mm. what Wikipedia actually said. Is it called soda, soda pop, or pop? Is it is, uh, is it any kind of like carbonated beverage? Any carbonated beverage. I call it soda. If you look, there's actually color coded maps based on mm-hmm. like what is called where. Yeah, yeah. And, and it turns out that for the most most mostly down south, when people refer to a soft drink, most of the time they call it Coke. Actually. Yeah, they call it a Coke, even though it's not Coke. Right. Right. Well, you're not exactly making the argument for the use of words that don't apply here. Right. You're making my argument. Because right. I would I would submit that calling a Pepsi a Coke or calling any kind of cola beverage a Coke is not accurate. Right. Well, right. And you can if you go north of the Mason Dixon line and you ask for tea, you might get something different than you asked you would ask for down south. Oh I guarantee you if you go ask for tea where I grew up, you're gonna get hot tea. Right. Uh-huh. If you ask for iced tea, you're gonna get unsweet tea. They don't even make sweet tea. It doesn't even, it is not located anywhere in restaurants. Oh, and you're going to pay for every refill. Right. It, it, yeah, right. And, and, and I, see, I like mine with like when you can stand the, the spoon up and the sugar. Oh, my goodness. Do you, do you have a kidney stones problem? Uh, no, not yet. No, not yet. Okay. All right. Stan, thanks for the call, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks, All right. <laughs> yeah. Now, I grew up with soda. They called it soda. And I've never seen it called like, like for example, uh, if you order, what's or like you spill something on your clothing, and you're like, quick, quick, get me some, what to get it the stain out. Club soda. They don't call it club pop, right? I've never seen pop listed as a flavor on a soda can. It's always soda. It's always called soda. So. Like I, that's look. These are the guys that came up with the term. They put it on their brands or whatever. You want to you know, launch a whole uh, thing like from what is it? Seattle and Oregon. They're all like pop. We call it pop. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Godless heathens. Whatever. You call it whatever you want out there. But it's soda. I mean, to me. Boomer Von Cannon. He's got some traffic. You know the guys that worked in the drugstore behind the counter were called soda jerks. Exactly. They weren't called pop jerks. No. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, but think about it. Soda pop was what they used to call it, but it was soda pop. They would call soda pop, and then they just dropped one of the words, and they dropped soda, and mm-hmm. they, yeah, they kept pop. I need a cold pop. Right, but it was still, but e- like you can't even get to pop without acknowledging sodas. Thank you. Yeah, Absolutely. impetus. Yeah, Absolutely. that is the wellspring from which pop arises.
in certain circles here in the South, it's all called Coke. Where That's what everything. <laughs> Stan just said, yeah, he said mm. it, it's just a Coke. And like Coke. for some people, like my wife, for example, mm-hmm. she doesn't like Pepsi. She likes Coke. So mm-hmm. she has to ask, do you have Coke or Pepsi products when we go out to eat? She'll ask if, if, if she's going to get something uh, carbonated beverage. Yeah. Because if she asks for a Coke, they'll just bring her a Pepsi. Yep. And she doesn't like Pepsi. <laughs> I like Pepsi. But, well, I used yeah. to when I drank soda. But, um, yeah, like I... I don't understand why ado- why you would you know purposefully adopt a word that is not descriptive of right. the thing that you're trying to describe. I mean, they'll say, "I need a cold Coke," and they'll go in the store and buy a Seven Up. You know, I got that Coke here in my hand. Okay, well, that's just it's crazy. That's Everything's just, Coke. Yeah, that's just insanity, right? There. It really is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, speaking of insanity, mm-hmm. what do the roads look like? Yeah, but it isn't on Shopton Road West at Steel Creek Road. Also to the south on Johnston Road at Ballantyne Commons Parkway in East Charlotte. Collision on Harris Boulevard just south of Hickory Grove Road. And an incident in North mecklenburg Beatty's Ford Road at Dr. Weber Avenue. By the way, this report is sponsored by Anderson Heating and Cooling. Charlotte, you want to trust that your heating system will keep your family safe and warm? Anderson's $129 tune-up is guaranteed against breakdowns or your money back. Visit andersonservices.com. Beautiful day. Hopefully great weather is in store for the rest of the week. We'll check in with the forecast next. All this talk about food and beverage reminds me. Catawba Two Kings Casino has food and beverage service. You know that, right? They do. They've got a high limit room. They've got food and beverage service. They also have the latest gaming titles. They've got electronic table games as well, like Blackjack, Roulette, Baccarat, and Craps. And they have a sports book now. Right. The long wait is over. The region's first sports book is here at Catawba Two Kings Casino. You can hang out, watch the sports, uh, and uh, wager on the games. Amateur, professional, 24-7. Go check them out. Also on weekends, more ways to win. Progressive payout Saturdays, all October long. And on Sundays, Lucky North Club members can get a set of six randomly drawn numbers. And the more numbers you match, the more you win. You match all six, you win $100,000. Details, rules, all at the website, twokingscasino.com, twokingscasino.com. Swing on down there at exit 5 off I-85 in Kings Mountain, Catawba Two Kings Casino, where the next winner could be you. Your WBT Weather Channel forecast, partly cloudy this afternoon. Today's high 71. Tonight clear with a full hunter's moon, the overnight 48. Then tomorrow, mix of sun and clouds in 74. Currently 69 in Gastonia, 70 in the Queen City. Boomer Von Cannon, WBT. The spooky season is here. Scary monsters, frightening sounds. Those political ads ahead of the election day, they're terrible. Oh, it's also Halloween season, yeah. And that means muddy pumpkin patches, which means pumpkin guts all over the place when you carve them up, right? It means parties and making costumes for the kiddos and all the sticky candy from trick-or-treating. Pretty terrifying for your carpets, right? Pete Callender here. Do what I did. Get the professionals at Zero Res Carpet Cleaning out to your home. They ain't afraid of no monster mess. Zero Res has proprietary technology, too. It cleans your carpets without flooding the carpet padding. And it doesn't leave behind any of the soapy residue that traps dirt inside the carpet. They do upholstery, too. They did mine. Looks fantastic. Call 704-509-4488 or schedule your appointment at ZeroResCharlotte.com. Mention me or WBT and get three rooms cleaned for just $139. That's ZeroResCharlotte.com and treat yourself to a smarter, lasting clean. Zero Res. Spell it backward or forward. It spells the same. Zero Res. When people think of a tree company, it's usually about cutting trees down. Hi, I'm Eric Schneider with Schneider Tree Care. 
and we take a different approach. We believe trees and shrubs add more value to your property, so we focus on caring for those trees and shrubs. Our arborists are experts at identifying insects and disease that could be harming them. In fact, in a conversation I had with a client recently, she had no idea we did more than just remove and prune trees. When she found out we could take care of all of her healthy trees and shrubs, she was excited to talk about a complete program to maintain all of her landscape. So when you call Schneider Tree Care, you get a long-term partner to help you protect the investment you've worked so hard for. Call Schneider Tree Care today for your free hazard evaluation and let us help you with a customized program to keep your landscape healthy and beautiful. So for your trees, please leave it to Schneider Tree Care. 704-567-7755. Hey everybody, it's Beth Troutman. If you're planning to sell your home, you know that due to low inventory and rising interest rates, the market is shifting. The question is, now what do you do to get the most money for the sale of your home? Good news, Kristen Bernard with Empower Home Team of Keller Williams South Park has the solution. Kristen understands that every situation is different. Your home sold guaranteed is the standard she sets for selling your home fast and for the most money. She guarantees to sell your home at your agreed to price and time frame or she will buy it. Kristen sells homes for an average of $30,500 more when compared to other agents. And for the past 10 years, the Wall Street Journal has ranked Empower Home Team as one of the nation's top real estate teams. Call Kristen now at 844-860-SOLD. That's 844-860-SOLD. Or visit EmpowerHasTheBuyers.com. That's EmpowerHasTheBuyers.com. So you hear just fine. You just don't hear clearly. You tell your family and friends, I can hear you. Just look at me when you're talking to me. That's Madison Levine, board certified hearing aid specialist with Levine Hearing. It's the clarity that's the issue, not your hearing. And I see that in my office every day. And I understand how to help you fix the clarity, how to bring things back into focus. Hearing well isn't always about volume. It's about the detail you hear. That's why Levine Hearing's team of experts provides a free 90-minute evaluation to help you regain any clarity missing in your hearing. We do a complete evaluation, consultation, and we even let you try on hearing aids right here in the office so that you can decide, wow, this is amazing. This is really going to help me. Schedule your free hearing evaluation at Levine Hearing today. Once you get that clarity of your hearing back, it's life-changing. Hear better, feel better. 704-540-3081-540-3081 or levinehearing.com. Vince Coakley. This is what frustrates me. We've gotten to the point where, like, well, nobody's perfect. Okay, why don't we elect a freaking serial killer? You know what I'm saying? Why don't we pursue at least people who aspire to virtue rather than settling for people who really have not cared very much about virtue at all? Stay connected. Vince Coakley. Tomorrow morning at 10. WWBT. Your emergency situation station. Interesting. This image of an immersion blender. I've never seen such a thing. It's like a stick, and it has like some sort of thing on the bottom, and you, I guess, put it in the mix and then it went up. I wonder, can I use just a, I mean, I have a food processor if I'm going to start making my own mayo. 
Ooh, I'm gonna get to. I'm gonna get to lick the uh, the spoon. You know, you scrape out the bowl. Oh my gosh. This is like this is a life changing day for me. Okay, uh, Stephanie, welcome to the program. Hello, Stephanie. Hi, Pete. Hey. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, so I think there's one thing that everyone is missing with the whole dressing debate. Okay. Is that it is the ingredients. So I'm from Texas, and so I grew up only eating dressing, but it's cornbread dressing. So I think that's the whole point is it's not just dressing. It's called cornbread dressing because the main ingredients is cornbread. And you have like a little bit of biscuit and then rubbed sage. And what? Rubbed sage. Rubbed sage, okay. Yeah, so that's what really gives us the flavor. So, like, stuffing can have, I know people have made it, it has, like, sausage and, like, different other ingredients. But, and the whole thing is you put it in the turkey and all that. But the whole thing is that it's cornbread dressing. Right, but isn't that just cornbread? Well, no, you have the eggs and you have salt and pepper and everything. But, yeah, right. that's what makes up the dressing. But you're not putting it in. So the, if the idea is you're making this thing with cornbread and you're making it outside of the turkey. So what are you putting exactly. it in? Some sort of like a casserole dish or something, right? You're going to put it yes. in like a large flat pan, right? And then it comes okay, out, yeah. Uh-huh. right? So yeah, you, you yeah. make the cornbread first, you make the biscuits first, yeah. then you mix it all up, and then you bake it outside the turkey. Yeah. And then, the whole point is that it's not just dressing. So if you say, hey, pass the, I wouldn't say salad dressing, I'd say pass the ranch or pass the vinaigrette. So it's not just dressing, it's cornbread dressing, and it's not in the turkey. What is it dressing? Well, I don't know why it's called the dressing. Well, it's see, this is my problem. It, right. Dressing. It is dressing up the whole meal. No, it's not. It say no, dressing. no, no. This is where yes. all of the dressing apologists no. all falter. No. They I will say, tell you right now, I have three kids that are teenagers, and they only ate, like, a Thanksgiving meal. They ate turkey, ham, and a roll, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And now the one thing they ask for is, my cornbread dressing. So for my family, it is the staple of the meal. I'm not saying it can't be. Look, I I, I have no problem with people <laughs> eating the food. I'm not I'm not yeah. trying to advise people not to eat the food. I'm just saying come up with a better name. Oh well, it's it's tradition and I know, I know, but it's <laughs> it is confusing, and you could kill someone with a uh, with a dressing allergy. That's all. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, everything on the table is called dressing. Hey, look, this is dressing up the table, too. Let's call the centerpiece a dressing. Let's call the napkin rings dressing. Let's call the uh, the glasses dressing. Let's call everything dressing because everything dresses everything up. No. It's not because the whole thing is that it's cornbread dressing. It's cornbread. Yeah, it's. No, there already is a name for this thing. It's called cornbread. But you put it together, and it's a whole other thing. No, it's I'll, I'll send you a recipe, and you make it, and it'll change your life. <laughs> I'm not going to eat it. I, I cannot eat and, that. But good for, good for you for saying y'all. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> that is so all-inclusive. It is. And, and it's it's handy. Right. It's handy. It's not offensive. Uh, everybody <laughs> use it. They, yeah, exactly. It's a much better word. Steffi, I appreciate the call. All right. <laughs> That's the one thing. Oh, it dresses up the plate. I've heard that. It dresses up the tape. No. No. By that definition, then everything dresses everything, and then everything is dressing, and you're right back to making my argument. That's all. All right. I'm going to move on. I am going to move on. But don't worry. There are plenty of days left before Thanksgiving. We can rehash this.